Welcome to the Spirit and Sexuality Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Joy. I'm a spiritualist, tantrika, energy worker, and embodiment and intimacy facilitator and coach. I grew up in Pakistan to Indian parents, heavily conditioned by religious and social taboos. I learned to break free from social pressures and conditioning, and I want to inspire you to do the same. This podcast is about sacred sexuality, human relationships, manifestation, sex magic, empowerment, creating and living a life by your design. Our experiences and what happens to us doesn't define us. We create our reality all the time. So join me as we create an empowered life. Greetings, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Spirit and Sexuality. In the previous two episodes, we've been talking about sexual assault and trauma, where I shared my own story and my guest Jami shared his. And since then, I've had quite a few people reach out to me and tell me that they've had similar experiences and they're now ready to talk about it. So it's really good to see that people are opening up and and opening up to express themselves. So in the in the next few episodes or in the future episodes, we'll bring them on and talk about their healing journey. So today I want to do something a bit different because this podcast is certainly not just about sexual trauma. This podcast is to talk about the human spirit and sexuality. And this podcast is to celebrate who we are as spirits, what emotions we feel, how we embody them, and to come back into remembrance of this wholeness. We are, after all, spirits before we became human. And our spirits will live on, even when our physical bodies reach their expiry date. So today, I'm going to talk about forgiveness, because it is an essential part of the healing process and the growth we can take from trauma, especially sexual trauma. I've had to do this myself for those that assaulted me in my childhood and in my adult years. And I can tell you, it wasn't easy at first. It took a lot of inner work to be able to come to a place where I could forgive the man who sexually abused me when I was nine years old. When I started energy work over a decade ago after coming to Australia, I discovered that forgiveness is the first step on the path to enlightenment. And why is it the first step to enlightenment, you may ask? Because you cannot grow spiritually if you're carrying unforgiveness in your heart. Forgiveness takes us deep within the emotional layers of our own trauma to uncover the emotions that have been masked by our egos. We discover everything within ourselves that is preventing us from allowing love to flow freely not just for someone else, but the love for ourselves even. I had feelings of anger, shame, low self-worth that all turned into depression by the time I was a teenager. I often contemplated suicide because I didn't love myself anymore and found myself in relationships where I didn't feel loved either. And this quote by Rumi is really befitting here. Your task is not to seek for love, 
but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So when we dare to look at ourselves beneath that ego mask that we have created, we see ourselves for who we truly are. We see our own shadows. To see our own shadows and be able to love ourselves with them is what self-acceptance is. And that opens up the way for real self-love. And we have to be our own true loves first. Many of us look for that one special someone who's going to love us. When often we don't really actually love ourselves. After a conflict or a trauma, we allow our ego to turn us into the victim. And throughout history, ego-driven wars have been fought. And people have been killed. She said this to me. He said this to me. He took my house. He took my children. It goes on and on and on. And we hold on to all of that and we can't let it go. But the ego can only become the villain if we surrender to it and become its victim. Once we know ourselves, we are self-aware, we are able to recognize when the ego is at play, and this awareness then helps us to go deeper into ourselves. It's like when a wound is really deep, a band-aid won't work to heal it. The band-aid may seal the surface, but, but the unhealed flesh could get infected under the surface and split open again if impacted slightly. I'll be sensitive and tender. When I decided to forgive the man that assaulted me as a child, I had to look at the hurt, the disappointment, the betrayal, and the anger within myself. It wasn't until I was an adult that I spoke about it to my friends. Some friends told me they had also been assaulted in their childhood. So speaking out about it showed me that I was not alone. The low self-esteem and low self-worth I had felt until then began to fade. I also saw that the assaulter was mentally, emotionally and spiritually really weak and perhaps even unwell to sexually assault a nine-year-old. And this is when I was able to feel compassion for him and was able to release my anger and slowly forgive him. It took me a while. It took me a lot. This forgiveness had to be threefold. I forgave him. I had to ask him for his forgiveness, for hating him all my life. And though he had died when I had turned 13, I actually asked his spirit for forgiveness. And most importantly, I had to forgive myself for hating me and being angry at myself for what he did to me. And, and that was a big one as well because I carried a lot of shame for what he did to me and a lot of low self-worth for what he did to me. And I felt like I was scarred and I wasn't good enough because of what he did to me. And so I had to let all that go and forgive myself and not blame myself 
So if each one of us actually just focused on healing ourselves, we would find very little time or space to judge people around us. And why is all this so important? And why is this forgiveness and all of this important? Since working with energy medicine, I became aware of the interconnection between energy and emotions and the effect and the influence it has on our lives and on our bodies. So our physical and our mental health and our realities are a direct manifestation of our thoughts and our emotions. So when I harbored and suppressed that anger and that resentment and bitterness towards him, it actually affected my own health. It sat in my subconscious mind and surfaced in the form of disease. By the time I was in my mid-twenties, I had quite a few health issues. I was diagnosed with borderline ulcers, um, gastroenteritis. I had a lot of digestive issues. My immune system was really, really weak and uh, compromised. I was prescribed medications for life, and I knew then that I had to address medically as well as both biologically, as well as spiritually. We hold grudges towards ourselves and we engage in self-harm unconsciously often. Forgiving others can be very difficult, especially when the resentment is deep and old and we have big stories attached to those feelings of being wronged by the other when we can get really attached to those stories because we love to play victims and put the blame on the other person. And I've shared earlier, the ego is really good at helping us to do that. Forgiving the man who sexually assaulted me was not a gift I gave him. It was a gift I gave myself to free the energy that was in my body that was focused on hating him and being angry and being bitter and resentful. One of the most powerful tools I've used to deal with forgiveness, um, I'm gonna share with you now. I've also forgiven that film director that assaulted me when I was an adult that I had spoken about in the first episode. Because I don't want to be connected to him energetically. And because forgiving him does not mean that what he did was okay. Forgiving him means cutting the energetic cords between us so he can no longer occupy a rent-free space in my head. He's gone. I can move on knowing I've let him go. I had an experience. It's not my life story, but it was definitely a trigger for my own childhood trauma. And it's quite likely that a perpetrator has had childhood abuse or sexual trauma of his own that has not been expressed or, of course, healed. Recently, when I spoke about the podcast episode experience to someone, I felt that anger come up again, and I had to do a self-check to see if there were still unresolved emotions there. I could feel the anger again, and so I did this exercise again. What happens if we don't forgive? Unforgiveness is a spiritual poison. Energetically, we will feel drained from all the hating and being angry at those people. Every time we think of them or they come up in conversation, 
there's also a sense of hopelessness because somewhere deep inside there is a feeling of heaviness. Like when I was a teenager and depression set in, I continued to stumble and feel anxious in life until this was resolved. These are some of the energetic symptoms. How does unforgiveness show symptoms of disease in our bodies? High blood pressure, hypertension, heart disease, ulcers, sleeplessness, loss of appetite, digestive problems, weakened immune system, shortness of breath. I had many symptoms. I've learned, like, we can't change what happened when we were kids or teenagers or even what happened to us yesterday. But we can change the way we look at those events today, right now. And that will impact our brains and subsequently our bodies. Like Buddhists and Taoists believe that forgiveness is the giving up of hatred and forgiving the harm done to us by others. This means that if we don't forgive, the harm continues. Christians say, forgive us our sins as we learn to forgive those who sin against us. The Quran also mentions getting rewards from Allah for forgiveness. So, forgiveness is really important in many different traditions and philosophies and religions. Human science now has evidence that forgiveness is good for the psychology. So how do we forgive our debtors and those who have done wrong to us? I'm going to share with you one of my favorite tools. To start with, just sit with the intention to forgive both yourself and those that have wronged you. Sit quietly with your thoughts. Make sure that you have no disruptions or disturbances for a little while. And bring awareness to the unforgiveness in your heart. For all the situations in your life, you can remember that you still have some strong ill feelings for, maybe some resentment, maybe some anger, maybe some guilt. And when those circumstances or instances come to mind, and those people come to mind, see if you have thoughts like, they ruined my life. I can never forgive them. They took so much from me. They hurt me and I still feel that hurt. And it's really these feelings that come up with these memories that you need to bring attention to. And bring attention to the ego self if you feel like you're the victim in the situation. Keep a pen and paper handy when you're doing the exercise. In fact, I'm going to leave a worksheet of this exercise on my website so you can download it and just have all these different steps handy and you can also visualize a container which you can use to transmute the energies that you feel. So try this exercise for one week. All you have to do is sit in front of the mirror looking into your eyes or stand in front of the mirror, looking into your eyes with the intention to be honest to yourself and bringing to mind all those that have hurt you and all those that you have hurt. 
And as the first person comes to mind, say something like, I just want you to know, take their name and then just say, I just want you to know that what you did really hurt me. And I'm saying this because I don't want this stuck inside me anymore. You are the past and I'm letting you go. I want to forgive you so that there are no cords of discontent between us anymore. I am free and you are free. Bring your awareness to the heart when you're doing this. How does it feel when you've said this? Do you feel like you are free? Do you feel like it's hard to say these words to someone that has hurt you? Release the resistance, and this is where your salvation lies. And if you have to repeat this exercise and repeat that person, and you have to repeat these words to the same person for, the, for a few days, to actually then check in with your heart and see if that, that resistance is gone. So keep doing this exercise until you don't feel that resistance with that person because that will show you that you have energetically disconnected from them. Notice your dreams during this week when you are doing this exercise and any random thoughts that will come up of people that you have forgotten about but that may have had some, you know, some discord with, some discontentment with from your past so when you're standing in front of the mirror you can actually name multiple people at the same time especially when you begin for the first time because all our lives we have relationships that have gone sour either because of our own fault or someone else's fault and this is that your golden opportunity to fix that energetically to fix that in your own head because it is still affecting you and you may not realize it, but it's still affecting your health. And then some, some questions to ask yourself during this week. What difficulties did you have in forgiving your ex-husband or your sister-in-law or your mother-in-law or whoever it was that, that hurt you? What were the difficulties that you had? Was it your ego? then be honest here and take responsibility because it always takes two hands to clap. Bring to your awareness with honesty the times that you have caused hurt or harm that required forgiveness from another. If you can bring yourself and bring your heart to actually reach out to someone and ask them for forgiveness, even when you feel like, no, but why should I ask them for forgiveness? You are cutting the cords. And if they don't have it in their heart to reach out to you and ask for forgiveness, you reach out to them. It will bring you so much peace. I promise you. Forgiveness freed me from the other person. It freed both of us. And it freed me from my past. And if you don't want them in your life anymore, just energetically forgive them. Just mentally and verbally Keep saying this to yourself until you don't actually feel any emotion for them. Your transformation might just inspire another soul on their healing path. Collectively, we'll create ripples. It's about lightening your energetic load. We don't need to carry all this 
debris from the past. Heal and move on so that the past doesn't hold you hostage anymore. I invite you, beloved, beautiful listeners, to embark on this forgiveness journey with me. Share your experiences and questions by writing to me at spiritandsexuality at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your questions, and just hear what came up for you during the exercise. To download the free forgiveness worksheet, go to my website, which is sexesociety.com. Until next time, embrace the power of forgiveness and let your spirit soar. This is Natasha Joy, signing off from the Spirit and Sexuality Podcast.